been a long time man it feels like it's been fucking forever it has been fuck man but we made it back everybody at home is looking like something's something's different a little bit different can't quite put my finger on it we're in the new studio something just looks different it's a new spot man new spot paid paid for in cash paid well cash (laughs) yeah not by me but the (laughs) bank that shit is cash hey Cheers, bro. Cheers. It's Clankety clank. Don't know if y'all can see this. You can hear it. Steel you ice right cubes. Behind you. you got that Stop the Ship logo on the wall. And it's only going to keep growing. And this is what we dreamt into reality. <laughs> McGregor, baby. So this set is going to keep coming together. Right now, this is all we got. We got the logo. We got the same you know, chairs as before. This... We're going to keep this for a little while. Um, it's going to keep growing, man. Fuck, man. It feels it feels great to it's be It's probably back. been like a month, if not longer. Maybe two months. Since recording? Yeah, it's since, a month and a half, two months. Since we've even gotten together. It feels like. Yeah. We, feels just, good, mo- we just move each other out. <clears throat> yeah. That's about it. Yeah, we spent all day moving boxes, bro. But, I mean, that's basically what we've been doing is i just moved into my place you just moved into your oh, place oh yeah yeah fucking yeah busy. it's been yeah it's been uh it's been a big transition process we both moved simultaneously now we got the studio paid for in cash paid for in cash and thanks uh, to you guys buying them stop the ship mugs yeah Somebody Every, actually came up to me the other day asking me, like, yo, when are you going to start selling them Stop the Shit mugs? Yeah. I was like, first of all, that's hilarious that you listen. Second of all, we coming soon. Yeah. Yeah, along with some other ideas as well. Some other accoutrement. See, this one right here doesn't have the white outlines. Yeah, that's no true. No white outline up there. See, we're slacking, bro. See, this is old stuff. You might be looking at this on the table a little jealous, right? It's understandable. I don't blame you. I Don't be jealous, though, right? That's okay. But you might be a little jealous. Listen, this is old stuff. New stuff is in the works. It's in the works. This isn't even the original or the current logo, I should say. And I can't wait, man. <clears throat> can't wait to, to keep building, growing, uh, you know, outside of this podcast in our personal life with this podcast um yeah man there's there's a lot of good things on the horizon um so yes yeah, i'm what's, excited uh, anything anything new what's been going on with yeah, you, man? Man. so oh. i know you're at the new place How's i'm at the been? new place new place is dope man <clears throat> if you haven't seen on nurse matt nurse bass uh you you showed like a little bit of your setup right yeah yeah, that shit is fire, yeah. man. I yeah, saw I got, that today. That shit looks. I got my setup in the fuck. computer room. Uh, got my monitors, all my shit set up, except for my set. I've still got to work on a set, but yeah. other than that, uh, yeah, the house is cool, man. Got my own space now, which is nice. I'm sure that's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, doing my thing on the job, new position on my own now. Yeah, where were we at? These nose hairs are the worst. Last time, yo, I I just be plucking them sometimes. I just bought a little buzzer. Works. The buzzer, good. the buzzer works pretty good, but sometimes I just feel like just be a man, just fucking rip it. Sometimes the buzzer gets clogged up. Yeah, and then you got like loose hairs. But yeah. uh, nah, I've been at work. Some dude, no lie. Sometimes I get some boogers that get caught up on the hairs. So I just yank the whole fucking hair out. No more booger or hair. Just pull it all out. I'm just pulling it all out. You know what, man? I was uh, yanking the hairs myself. I was doing a little pluck action. You were making me feel like... And I'm getting crazy. recurring... Uh, like, the nose gets inflamed. The hair follicle that I pulled out, it keeps happening. So, I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. Coconut oil, bro. <sighs> For all your household needs. You got smashy elbows. Coconut oil. You know? The, the fucking door hinge just won't stop waking you up at 2 in the morning when you got the... Coconut oil. Which brings us to our next sponsor. 
Nah, calculated segue. But uh, pretty soon we're gonna get that coconut oil sponsor. We've been working on it for a while. It's gonna come in. This feels good. It feels good. Like you, we can stretch out. It's we're all like on. We're all on camera like too. Yeah, like before we were. We were just to get. This is how we would record. We had a photo shoot right with our our top photographer who's now on our team, <laughs> and yeah. uh, I caught myself just instinctively like leaning staring in, staring at her ass, instinctively, <laughs> and you know. Now I can just relax. I can sit normally. I'm still leaning. <laughs> because, you know, that's the kind of shit you, you know. <laughs> I you, think you go, we just did it too many times at the chair. Like, now the chair leans. is on a lean. You go in for a checkup at like 55 years old and like your spine, you got the, just from leaning over so much. Speaking of a checkup. So I know <laughs> last time we talked, your boy had that high cholesterol. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. Your boy was dying. So we got some we got some health updates for you, boy. Oh shit! Sticking to a strict diet, you boy got his cholesterol down like fifty points. Yeah, man. I keep saying points because I don't know how else to say fifty numbers. Fifty points is sufficient. Your so LDL. Your boy's, your boy's back in that good cholesterol range. You know <laughs> what, what I'm saying? Which, which must feel good. Which feels pretty good, but <clears throat> I got them two valves instead of them three valves. So. Well, they all know about that. Yeah, I uh, my heart, my aortic valve, supposed to have three valves. Your boy Nurse Bass has been three, slacking three, on three leaflets. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, this guy knows. I ain't slacking on uh, shit. Three leaflets. I only got two. I got some drainage in my heart. Can't be good. I got some drainage but in my heart. But we're gonna keep checking it year after year. It's kind of a more of a common. He's like this kind of guy that exaggerates the condition. Like, dude. Knocking on death's door. Hey, I might be. That's, I got you. Don't you don't want GoFundMe? Link oh, in the description. Great idea. Hell yeah. Oh, I can feel it now. You see, that's what I'm saying. Nah, but um, you know, I've been I've been eating better for a while now. Um, I feel a lot better. My energy's been better. Now the next thing I gotta implement. Shout out to my boy Glenn because he was so right when he said it. Like, look, I know you're being on that diet, and that's great. That's important. But exercise will get you a long way. And I know you're right, so that's my next step. Get that exercise in. That's what's up. Yeah. Peg Leg just hit me up uh, like two days ago, and he was like, so when are we going to start working out? And I told him two weeks when I get when I get paid again. Fuck yeah. We're going to go get the uh, membership. He's already got one. That's what it's about. It is important. Just being active. <clears throat> being a little active. Yeah. Getting moving. I can't, you know what I can't wait for on this podcast is once we start getting the Nurse Bass health updates. The Nurse Bass that, health updates? Because that's going to that's gonna come soon, guys. I promise you. Oh. I'm going to start chiseling this big guy down. Get him on his stuff. I didn't have insurance for years and years. I've been, I've been to a cardiologist. I've been to a pulmonologist. That's awesome. I have a general practitioner, which I never had in my life. Yeah, that's, you should be happy about all that, man. That's great. Dude, it's, it's like reassuring because you know I'm like a hypochondriac. And that shit really leads to a lot of my stress. Yeah, sure. And it just like it just like fills my brain and you know makes me... You know, I know I bug myself out most of the time for no reason. Like I'm young, I'm healthy, I'm relatively active. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. It's like a good paranoia, but it also, you don't need to be stressed out about that shit. True. Yeah. But anyways, so yeah, that's the that's the next step for me is start working on you. Start working on me? Yeah. Hey, man. Focus on yourself. I'm going to be that annoying guy. We already talked about it. Don't be that guy. This podcast will be, it'll be a short-lived thing. No, it won't. This episode 19, we guys. Need, we need that uncomfortableness in our relationship. It's just what it's exactly what you preach, bro. Is that to these to these fuckers out here listening? Yeah, you matter. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you matter. Uh, I agree. You matter. I agree. Yeah, yeah. And can't have them nurse bass videos if you be dropping dead. Hey man. I yeah. mean, we could we could set you up like uh, weekend at Bernie's. Put some shades on those eyes instead of the follicles you got now. Follicles. Yeah, I'm just throwing anything out there now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck, it feels good to be back, bro. I know, man. It does. Let's cheers it up again, bro. Let's cheers it one more With game. these steel ice cubes. With them stop the steals.
Some good old whiskey. Shout out to McGregor again. Hell yeah, bro. For the Perupu. The Perupu Trilf. Uh, oh man, it feels good. So what else? What else? There has to be there has to be what some else? there has to be some things that uh have happened. How was your Christmas? Uh Christmas was good, man. I was off, which was nice. That's great. You know, usually hospital work, you work holidays because you never close. I got off, so that was that was cool. That's something that a lot of people don't think about during the holidays is like, you know, there's only a few amount of people that work. Yeah. Like most restaurants <clears throat> and stuff are closed. Um, any kind of labor. True. Like the plumbers. All those guys are at home chilling, but He's nurses. Tor- yeah, yeah. Healthcare. First responders, law enforcement. Hell yeah. All that. So shout out to them. Military. Yep. That's crazy. It's really crazy. I've thought about that before. It's like first responders, healthcare, people who do have to care for others. Like there is a sacrifice there, but man, I think about the military and then it's just like That's the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, the it's it's hard to put into words. <clears throat> yeah, and we missed it. But happy Veterans Day. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, all what of else us. did we miss? Damn, bro, we've been gone for a minute. We've been gone for a minute, man. It feels damn good to be My there. daddy's birthday passed. It don't matter no more, but um, we about to... Oh, we oh this is a New Year's podcast. This is technically a New Year's podcast. You guys will see it a little bit after New Year's. We're, we're like 12 minutes in, and they're like, oh, they're just now announcing it's a New Year's <laughs> podcast. That's how, that's how disconnected we are. But that's, you know, we're... Now that we got the new studio, we're settled in. I'm not going to make any promises, but we're definitely going to be back on our shit. Yeah, I'm making no promises, bro. No promises, but we're going to be back on our shit. And pretty soon, it's going to get back to that weekly drops. This is a nice spot, man. I mean, our, our, the, the, the spot before was good. This is just an added level of comfortability, man. Hell and yeah. this right here, like, okay, so this is something that he dreamed into fruition. Hell yeah. Shout out to Glenn. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Noonan. We're going to have the shelves. Oh, yeah, don't forget G, bro. Yeah, we're going to put some more stuff in there. Some memorabilia, some things that kind of make us us. Uh, So I'm excited for where all this starts to go. Fucking, I've been, I've been, I moved into the new house. Fucking learned how to rip up some carpet. Yeah. Ripped up the fucking countertops. I didn't put the new ones in, but but you got in on that on that demo. Yeah, I, I put some elbow grease into that bitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be where I'm at in my life, to to be in a a house that's mine. I've never lived in a house that's mine. My parents always rented. I've always rented. Mm-hmm. So to be in something that's mine. It's uh, it's like a pretty crazy moment for me. Oh, I bet. Uh, and I've been trying to take it in, and uh, you know, I'm super grateful for just the opportunity to to fucking be here. Like we got our own. Yeah. We got our own fucking studio. True. Like, um, and I just been I just been thinking real deep lately. Yeah. You know, I've been like, uh, you know, to be honest, I've been super up and down like high and low and uh we always talk about like riding the waves Mm -hmm. and i haven't been there i haven't been in the middle it's been high and low um and i think maybe a part of it is like you know not being able to get on here and vent like like we were starting to do sure um you know and uh just been a lot of stuff like you know good things are ha- are happening but there's also like a few bad things that are happening yeah so i'm trying to balance all them out and uh you know my mom's still going through some of her health struggles and yeah. you know just the uncertainty of that is like it's always on the back of my mind and i'm you know i'm not trying to think of like horrible scenarios because who knows everything could be okay right but um yeah, so I've I've kind of struggled a little bit lately. Uh, just I that, imagine, uh, yeah. Just that that up and down shit. 
Yeah, it's like we we talked before about how you know it seems like whenever you have really good things going on in your life, bad things happen as well. It's this odd balance that occurs in life, and I mean, for us to be subjected to it, like we don't have over any control over, it, and now we're subjected to it. And yeah, I mean, how do you maintain balance during that situation? I think it just makes sense that you would have your highs and your lows. You're yeah, just subjected to it. You have no yeah. control over it. It's like, well, fuck. You're just in, you're riding the waves. You're out in the ocean. You're subjected to the current. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All you can do is go with it. Yeah, so I'm just trying to like roll with the punches. I know I'm fine and I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Um all I could be in control of is myself. <clears throat> so the the other yeah. influences that happen like um you know, they matter and they uh manipulate thoughts at times, but I'm I'm just trying to stay to my core of just like look at what I have right now. Good. Be grateful like being grateful, I think, is a huge part of um, growth because you have to be humble in order to move forward and know where you came from. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been down here a year and a half. Right. You know? Right. Um, Gratitude, and, uh, 100%. Yeah. And. Uh, always. Always. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, getting back into the podcast and, like, uh, releasing like some of the pent up energy I have, be it like creative energy mm-hmm. or just like, you know, energy to vent and uh, be surrounded by people who, you know, are part of this community that right. we're trying to build. Right. Um, so yeah, we're we're back at it. Yeah, man. That's good, man. Yeah, it's just a little update of where your boy's been at. <clears throat> You'll keep riding that wave. Um we were talking before the podcast uh and i think it was pretty cool how how you were saying how you just started back in the is it the same position that you that you had before yeah icu yeah you're in the icu ICU. um and like talk about your your first day or second day Uh, you want me to talk about that yeah i mean that's that's like (laughs) i'm gonna keep chiseling away what (laughs) what so I was telling him. I think it's a big part up. of you. Uh, so I was, I got some nurse bass folk out there watching. But for those of you who don't know, I guess, about my nursing side, I was originally, uh, whenever I first graduated nursing school, I started working in a CVICU, cardiovascular ICU. We would recover the fresh open heart patients after surgery. And uh, like I love that stuff. I love the physiology of it all. All the medications that go along with it, everything. Um, But my mom passed away. I had my son. My dad passed away. And, like, they both passed away from bad, you know, like, overdoses, man. And um, so going back into the ICU every night and working nights was was horrible. And having to leave my family and my son. And it's like that's all that I'm clinging on to is my family at that point. So anyway, I bounced from the ICU and I went to the OR. That didn't work out. I've kind of got like a renewed energy. The switch is flipped. Old episode that we've made. Um, And I decided that I wanted to go back into the ICU. And now I am. I'm in the ICU. um, And I'm now working on my own. So my first day that I just had, which was like two days ago, End up getting a patient, uh, and I'm going to keep it very vague, of course. Yeah. Ended up getting a patient for one reason or another. They're on life support, and the decision ends up getting made to terminally extubate, which means to withdraw. You know, layman's term is pull the plug. Yeah. To terminally extubate is to withdraw life support. And um, it's the exact same decision that I had to make. Uh, for my mother, I was the person calling the shots and making the decision that I had to make the decision to terminally extubate and and I witnessed my mom pass and uh so it, this is my very first day well that's technically my second day it's the same patient, but my second day uh i I have to terminally extubate this patient and for me, it felt like God like um it, it's a bit morbid, I suppose, but it felt like uh you know god's humor almost it's like this is what i had been through personally i don't know it's like this is what i had been through personally and now of course on my first and second day on my own again this is the kind of patient that i have to care for and uh but what was so interesting about it was that 
and I just made an Instagram post about it. I'll get Peg to uh, link the picture on it because your boy's looking fresh in that red shirt. Um, but it's like a night and day difference from where I was two years ago whenever I was first in the ICU. It's like now I feel renewed and re-energized. And like the fact that I had to care for that patient, I was un- un- completely not touched emotionally yeah. by it. Uh, as far as like the connection to my mom, yeah, yeah. of course I'm connected to the patient, but not to my mom. And, and I was, I was completely okay. And it's like, dude, I'm so refocused now and that I got a goal to accomplish and dude, the whole by any means shit imagery's coming soon, by the way, by any means shit. That's my new thing. Bam. Cause it don't matter. I'm going to accomplish these goals, but that's where I'm at, man. You boys well, in the ICU now on my own. That's awesome, man. And that's why I wanted you to bring it up because when you told me that, you know, just as your friend, I think that's a huge step for you to be confronted with something so deep. True. And then you to, you know, you'll, you would have been professional at any point. Yeah. Done the job. But for it to be able, for you to be able to go home, be okay with mm-hmm. it, like, you know, not let it linger. That's I think, true. I think that's, uh, that's so crucial to you and to the new journey that you're back on yeah yeah that's really cool when you told me that uh i thought that was really cool yeah it does feel like growth it feels it's progress it's a step forward and um so now i do feel a lot better equipped to do this job to do it to the standard that i like to do it but to be able to uh maybe i should say to endure this job yeah maybe i should say that and that's that's a huge thing that a lot of people don't think about when it comes to those jobs. Like the doctor that's doing that open heart surgery, right. like maybe he just got a divorce. Right. Maybe he just lost like one of his parents and he's got to come in and focus and leave that behind. Yeah. And, right. Uh, to do that is so hard. Everybody, even, you know, if you have like a minuscule job and like something with not as much responsibility, a lot of people still bring in their yeah. like life into that job. So listen, it's interesting that you bring that up because I was just thinking the other day that um, actually it was last night. I like was just freestyling a, a speech. I'm thinking about uh, how we're all still subjected to life. Like we have jobs to do, we have duties, and you know I was going to be thinking along the lines of caregivers. Like our job is to care for another person. Um, but we're not immune to life. Life is yeah, a prejudice, right? Is, yeah. So we're all going to be subjected to it. And uh, I was considering, so, you know, NRSNG is now becoming nursing.com. Which is huge. Which that's, is massive. That's so cool, man. So I was shout tentatively John, considering. John yeah, shout out to John Halls. I was tentatively considering doing my speech on depression in healthcare. Or, or maybe not depression, but um, like... Uh, I don't know, like mental health, uh, mental health and healthcare, sure, something like that. But focused on us, yeah. focused on the caregivers, and uh, just like shedding some light on my own personal story. Think about how many people can relate to that, and and most most importantly, because it's not that's not ever talked about, never at, in nursing school, any and like that, and um, in any in any kind of school, yeah. But yeah, there's there's these fundamental with. things that were missed out on in our developmental stage Mm. like there was things that we there were tools that we weren't given uh that maybe some people were given that came from like good places and stuff like that that we weren't given that we just had to learn right and adapt to and uh you know i pride myself in being very adaptable but i wish that i was educated on certain things instead of having to adapt to them right and um that could be relatable in every single occupation. Yeah. Is like the the stuff that you go through at home and some people can manage it and like leave it at home, but mm-hmm. some people bring it into work and, you know, they may not be bad people or anything like that, but um it just leaves a strain on your life. Yeah. It's like a, a weight holding you down. Mm-hmm. You know? And I stop the shit. And I think that's the whole um new thing that's happening is like um we're afforded that ability to um start to think about why we do the things we do and we are the way we are mm-hmm. um 
And that's what people are starting to really think about and focus on. Like me particularly in my own life, that's, that is something that I think about and focus on is like, where am I at mentally? And, you know, like, it's like, I call it to myself, like G checking myself. Like if somebody like, where to like one of my good friends would have like pushed me in the chest okay. and be like, yo what's going on like no bullshit don't give me don't give me small talk like what the fuck is the matter you know right and sometimes that's what you need like you know there's there's people that like you work with or or friends or family members that you get into like these conflicts but they're not real conflicts because they're only in your head and they're only in their head mm-hmm. there's never been no talk about yeah. what it is that you think is wrong and what they think is wrong and all that needs to be done is just a conversation mm-hmm. because like you know when it comes to family or friends like you love these people like why is there this built up this built up thing that we've both built up and we're probably both wrong in our own way and i'm not preaching like it happens all the time yeah I, I'm, I'm still a part of it i'm witnessing it this week so it's yeah. funny you're talking about it yeah i'm still a part of it too like you know for for christmas i wanted to reach out to my grandma like i hadn't talked to her in a long time and uh you know i love her like you know we've been through like some real deep moments me and her you trying to g-check your grandma no g-check myself oh shit okay no yeah i'm not gonna g-check her and like um it's like what i was saying before is all you can control is yourself yeah and it just comes down to a lot of these things like a lack of communication and stuff. I don't know why I got on that, but um, yeah, that, that leads to conflict. Like, you know, when you're in work, like these, these mm. things that you're going through, maybe it's with a coworker that you have something. And if you just had a conversation mm. True. Uh, about like where you are at and why you're feeling like everybody will understand, oh, he's not mad at this or mm. this. Like he's just a little agitated because he's going through something personally right just that open communication uh you know it it can fix a lot of shit so that's what i've been working on for a while is like be better at being open because i'm i held everything in for so long yeah. i held everything so close and like fucking put that stiff arm out that you used to do to me like Heisman trophy man yeah, yeah yeah and uh it don't help nobody doing that yeah yeah, I was I saw the same thing this week. It's like it's a lot easier said than done, you know, to be open and have those conversations. But like a lot of times in these relationships that you have with other people, there is a little bit of a distance that's kept between you and that other person. Um, like I feel like me and you, me and a couple of other people in my life, I am able to have a level of transparency to where the line of communication could be wide open and clear yeah and i could just truly be myself but with a lot of many people you do keep a distance there's just a bubble that you keep around yourself um and then it leads to miscommunication or you're sitting there thinking about why is this person feeling the way they are and vice versa um and it's like and i was giving advice to somebody and i was just like it's so much easier said than done but if you could if you could truly sit down with the other person and be like, listen, again, cut all the facade out, yeah, all yeah. the all the fakeness. Listen, what is the problem? Put it or on what we need to have a conversation. Yeah. I don't want any more smiling or fronting like everything's OK. We need to have a conversation because the like two parties said, need to be open, open and to willing. listening. Yeah, because the defensiveness can like lead to a bigger problem yeah it's got to be at the heart of it it's got to be you know have good good intentions like yeah. i really want to know yeah i want to clear up any confusion yeah i want this to be a healthy and productive relationship moving forward yeah it's a, it's such an important um thing i mean you know even with me i i know that i'm just like a sensitive person and it's hard because people think People take things personal. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to ingrain it into my head that no matter what happens, like it's never personal. Right. It's always within the individual. It's always within that personal. It's not something I did. It's something they're going through. Sure. Um, It's something I'm going through. And it's so hard not to take things personal, especially if you're like competitive Mm -hmm. and uh, you're trying to better yourself and like someone may slight you or something like that. Right. Um, You know, it's really hard to 
not take things personal, but I'm aware that I can be sensitive. I'm aware that sometimes I do take things personal. And in those moments, I'm just like in it and I'm fucking frustrated. Right. And I'm like mad, but I'm trying to get through those situations and be like, dude, it's, it's not personal. Like, yeah, it's just, it's human. It's humanistic of us. It's just a side effect of us. Everyone keeps saying that like when, um, when you talk about like things that we go through and conflict and stuff like that, and that uh, you're 100% right. Like it is, it is human. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's something you're born with. You don't have control over that. But I mean, you do. You yeah, do, right. Like, and you can. It's like the tool belt we talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can enhance that and have those tools to where, like, two years ago, you would have taken offense to that. Right. But now you got that level three body armor. You now done, you got that level three. You upgraded it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it's controllable. You can you can control it, but we are. I mean, it's something we have to actively work against. Yeah, and that's the for me. That's the goal of life. Is like try to be okay try to be happy enjoy the time that you got and not let this other fake shit which is like you know jealousy envy fucking any bad emotion that you could Mm -hmm. throw into there like just try to shed that shit and you know be okay right so yep that was the answer to what is the purpose of life yeah, and everyone has a different. Everyone has a different. No, but I mean that's a pretty good one there. Just try and be happy and and live a life that makes you happy. Because <laughs> we all gonna go. Act accordingly. Yeah. So rarely do I get a chance to throw that one out there. It's a movie reference from. I've heard you say it like three times. Go fuck yourself. Um, you you saw the Irishman? Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. I heard it was great. If you, you can, like, yeah, no, I didn't. Good, yeah. yeah, I heard it was pretty good. I gotta check it out. You probably never saw this show, but it's a show called Billy on the Street. Dude, mm-hmm. that shit is so fucking hilarious. Or it's like, this, like, gay comedian who just walks the streets of New York and interviews people, and he's such, like, a dick, and he can get away with, I like, have seen that. You have seen yep. it? Dude, he's yeah. so fucking funny, bro. Damn, dude, that's, that's back in the day, it feels like. When did you say it was? Well, he's still, like, his last season was maybe, like, four years ago or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've been, I just love watching comedy, man. Mm-hmm. That, that like, takes me into, like, a whole new world of, uh, it's just, like, my sanctuary. Yeah. And I even heard uh, on a podcast today, like, uh, they were talking about, like, what, the guy was talking about what he enjoys of, like, grabbing a beer, watching a football game. And when I think about what I enjoy, because I fucking love football, Mm -hmm. but my attention span is so quick now because of like, you know, not only do I watch podcasts, but I watch like best of podcasts. So it's like all the best shit, Mm -hmm. like right there. Right. Uh, So when I think about watching a whole football game, I'm like, fuck, it's kind of like there's a lot of lag to a football game, which is probably part of my like fucking... ADHD or something where I just gotta like have hmm. that that like full flush of uh, constant entertainment yeah. like constant uh, stimulation that's instant gratification times 100 yeah. and you want it now and you at all times yeah so that's also something I'm aware of and like I know I need to think about before maybe that's also it. contributing to your highs and lows as well could be yeah Maybe wanting things or wanting things a certain way and not getting them or not having them. Yeah, and it's like a lot of times I call my like I call myself out by myself of like practice what you preach, bro. Mm-hmm. Like enjoy the journey. Um, you know, we talked about it on here before, and I gave Cody the same advice when he got his place. Like, don't let the stress of this and this and this like bog you down. Look at what you just right. accomplished. Sure, yeah. So I think about that. I'm like, fuck, Shane, you said that, like. Are you going to do it? Right. Like, and then that's stressing. No. You're uh, like constantly G-checking yourself every day. Well, th- dude, that's exactly what I do. And like, and all you're doing is sharpening yourself. You just, and even being with like, you know? uh, like a woman who's like strong willed, then she'll call me out on my shit. Like right. if that's something I say all the time, 
And, uh, you yeah. know, I don't necessarily do it. She'll be like, well, what the fuck? Mm. That's what you say. Right. Uh, and for me, somebody who likes to G-check myself and like, I'll never be stuck in my ways, like forever. Uh, I'm not saying that I'll be perfect and I'll improve everything tomorrow. Right. But like, it'll always be a focus to try to be better. Yeah, that's good. Um, which is, you know, why I wanted to bring the thing up to you about like, you matter. Yeah. Like, because that is, that is what you preach. Yeah. Um, so. True. You know, in our, uh, in our friendship, I, I want that to be a thing that like, you know, because I was there years ago where I was like so nervous about like what could be and stuff like that, that I just like, uh, shade, like shied away from it and didn't worry about it. That's like the Irish way of thinking, like uh -huh. fucking push that shit down. That's right. what I did my whole life. That's why. I feel like that's why I felt at those times of like my early 20s and shit that like, no, I'm all right. Like nothing's wrong. Like everything's okay. It's because like I just pushed that shit down and it came out in other ways that I didn't realize, mm -hmm. um, you know. Yeah, Irish fuck. Yeah, I am Irish as fuck, bro. You're part of the dead rabbits? Nah. What's that? What is it's it? It's the Gangs of New York. Oh. Filmed by Martin Scorsese. There's a big Irish uh, mafia gang uh, that used to be called the Westies. I actually read part of a book about it. And that is my last name, and it was an Irish gang. Are you sure that that wasn't like uh, my my love story situation? That no, it wasn't. You, you're throwing yourself under the bus. Bro. I, I gave you a fucking gem. First of all. That would be a great sponsor. First of all, it could have been a thing. What? Uh, Mike, Mike might have got a little customized thing called the Westies. Oh, you know, you know, it's something I've wanted to been wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, that, um, you know, we haven't done a podcast in so long, so I haven't been able to, you know, with Montana, like talking about like some of my past and uh, things that I've gone through and shit like that. And, uh, telling her about my dad and stuff like that like you know as a young kid they your parents frame your world so you just think those things that's life that's what's normal right you know i come to think about like some of the experiences i had with my dad um like i think in some ways he had like forms of mental illness okay uh where he may have been like bipolar or something where he did things that was like weird for a person to do to their kid. Like, mm -hmm. um, sometimes he would like scare me, but not in the sense of like, you know, trying to like, you come around the corner, like boo mm -hmm. or like something like that. Like he would do like kind of like maniacal things, uh, that I thought was like normal. But when you verbalize them to people, it's like, like what? Like, uh, I've told you the... The centipede. The, well, no, I mean, I think that's kind of normal. Okay. Maybe that's one of them, too. Okay. Um, but, like, the shining thing. Like, how he had my aunt call. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, um, but there was also this thing that I told Montana about that I've never told anybody about. But it's, like, been... It's been in my brain forever. Was, like, you know, my dad was an alcoholic. Mm. Um, and... Uh, so one time he was like withdrawing from alcohol. So he sat me down and he told me, he's like, all right, like I may say some things in my sleep that are a little crazy. Um, so I just thought like that was normal. And then, uh, you know, I was laying down in bed and I hear him talking like from his bedroom and he's saying like a bunch of weird things. And I don't remember what he was saying, but it was just kind of like freaking me out. I was like nine years old. And then there's one thing that he said that, like, you know, I doubt for, like, listeners or anything, like, people can, like, relate because it's just weird. Um, but he was, like, he was talking very loud, almost, like, screaming. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, the one thing he said, um, he's, like, Aunt Tracy, that's his sister, that's my aunt. He goes, Aunt Tracy, funeral home. And he said that, and it freaked me out, and I started screaming 
uh, and then he came into the room and like uh, you know checked if I was okay, and I was just like freaked the fuck out, and I was like, why would you say that? What do you mean? Was he asleep when he said it? He's he framed this whole scenario like, all right, like you know I'm I haven't done this in a while. Maybe I may say some things uh, that like aren't normal, but it's like. Was he really asleep saying those things, or was he saying those things to try to like fuck with me? I see. Um, and there was just like subtle things like that that happened throughout my life that I like normalized them. But then when I say them out loud, like somebody's like, You're like Maybe "That doesn't so sound much. normal." Right. Like, even me, I'm like, "That doesn't sound normal." Mm-hmm. So when I like kind of add up a lot of things, and then you know the whole like thing about how my dad died and. Um, uh, you know, the aftermath of it and what happened before. And, you know, it's just something I've been thinking about that I put away forever because I'm that Irish, like, I'm good, I'm fine. Yeah. Um. But it's like, just just from knowing his life and what he went through, like, he was emotionally unstable. Like, he did have a fucked up life. Right. Um, You know, and I was a part of that as a kid um and it's just like it's just some shit i've been thinking about and like trying to come to terms with of like you know my life wasn't normal right like it was weird yeah um yeah so yeah yeah i mean he may very well have yeah and just from like the evidence of what not looking at it as like a 12 year old of like well this is just who my dad is this is what he does but looking at it from what I know now and see seeing people that have struggled with mental illness and uh, depression and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like there was 100% the last year of his life, he was super depressed. Yeah. Um, and you know, you're not aware of that. Like when right. you're there, you're just trying to fucking live and be a kid. Um, so it's just, that's also been something I've been like thinking about as I'm like going through life and, and like, fucking I don't know it's just a lot of introspective shit that I've been on yeah it sounds like it yeah and just trying to like you know for me I've buried a lot of my past so uh, you know I kind of need to put the pieces of the puzzle together like the reason I buried my past was because I wasn't okay that was the only way to be okay but now I can go back and I'm not afraid and I'm not like you know, it could be sad and stuff, but it's not going to crush me. Right. You know, I have that tool belt to where, you know, I can start to sort through some of these things. And, uh, you know, I hope sometime this year that I, like, you know, see a therapist and, uh, like... Start to unpack some of that shit. Yeah, and just start to, like, be more vulnerable. I've just held everything tight for so long. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah, I was just talking to Ashley last night, uh, and I was—I told her I was like, I'd, I'd really like to see a therapist soon. I think that's awesome, man. Because um, her and I were talking, and I don't even really remember what I was talking about. I was just like really opening up and just talking about, a lot about emotions, and I was like, it would really be interesting just just for the pure exercise of unpacking the bullshit that has just been bottled up for so long and suppressed and repressed and. It would be very beneficial. Yeah, I, I think so too. Like within everybody. And it does help us progress forward. Like, I don't know. It get, You gain clarity. You gain perspective. And it's like, this is why I am the way I am. Or this is yeah. why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And then it helps you better navigate forward. Yeah. I've never done it, man, but I'd like to do it. Yeah, I think you would benefit so much from it. Like there are certain things that we've talked about that you have like a very strong opinion on that I'm like, I wonder why that opinion is so strong. Is it because of where you come from and what you've learned? And, uh, you know, I know you're not like a defensive person. You're like a very open person and you'll G check yourself. Uh, So I think that would be really interesting for you to see somebody, me to see somebody, anybody to see somebody because whenever you're very opinionated about something, and you're like, no, well, this is what I think about this. Right. There's something about that. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, there's a reason. Why are you so heavily? Yeah. And like, you know, a therapist will bring you back to the origin of that. It's like, well, when did you first feel that? Like, what are some of the other feelings that you associate with that? Mm-hmm. You know, they ask right. the right questions. Yeah. I'm excited to go down that avenue. Me too. And my whole life I was like, you know, I grew up watching The Sopranos and like seeing a shrink. That's what they called it. It was like taboo. Yeah. Like everyone like it's was like you had to hide it that the mob boss saw a therapist. Because if his, if his family knew, they'd be like, this is the guy's a weak. Yeah, this yeah. guy is weak. How could he be a boss? Right. Uh, but I think it's a sign of strength. You know. Yeah. That's what I've learned is like because I had that defensiveness towards a therapist of like. Sure. And I've I've talked to people recently too that have that same thing of like, well, no, that's just for crazy people or people who don't know how to handle their shit. And it's yeah. Like, well, why why are you so why why do you think that? Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Have you ever talked to a therapist? Because if that's your opinion after speaking to a therapist, then you that's have some thing. credibility. Right. Uh, but if that's your strong opinion, you never did it. Why yeah. is that? Why are you so strong about a foundationless that opinion? opinion? Yeah. And that's what we all have is a bunch of those. Yeah. You know. We do. So another humanistic thing. Fuck yeah. Um, it feels so fucking good to be back here and just like fucking <clears throat> getting this shit out, man. We're back, brothers and sisters, with another special episode, episode 19 of Stop the Ship. See, I know what y'all were thinking, right? Because I was thinking it too, right? Damn. If, you I, if I'm just having a second, if I'm just having a second, right? I'm like, hey, listen, man, he's been moving. I've been moving. It's been a long hiatus. Like, are we going to get back to it? Because you'll remember, we've talked about it early on. They say in the in the, in the biz... That around episode twenty is when startups stop. Is when they're just, when startup podcasts quit, when they give up, when they die out. And here we are at episode eighteen, and it's like this dudes ain't dropped a video in two months. I even had one subscriber out there. Yeah, you know who you are. You know who you are, Luke. Damn, Luke. <laughs> My dude hit me up like four times. He's like, bro, when's the new episode coming out? I was like, hey, man. I don't know. But hey, here we are, man. We're back. And that's why I feel so good. Yeah. Episode 19. The, me- the SS boys. This has been a good one. We fucking worked hard all day. Yeah. Finalized our houses. Isn't that so fucking weird? Like, we moved into the, the house day, right? the same like the same week or two. Yeah. We just finished the last of our storages. We're not paying for storage for each of us. Right. And... Um, yeah, man, it's so it's so cool to like be on a be on a path with with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is so like this is so special and like sacred to me, and uh, I look forward to just like staying at it, g checking each other, having uncomfortability in our conversations. Like, yeah, um, I think that's one of my favorite things like about our relationship at times even though we really haven't had many but when we do it's not like alright well fuck that dude right right um and yeah the like our our what we want from each other is for the other person to be better than they yeah. were a week ago yep so uh there's so much value in that there's so much value in this this episode is going to be called G-Check. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There's so much value in like um, in everything around us. And, you know, having that, being grateful of what we have, where we are right now. And, uh, you know, just one more one more thing I want to end with is... Um, so there's like a... There's a famous comedian who I look up to and... Well, I wouldn't say I look up to him, but I really like him as a comedian. And, um, you know, he talks about, um, you know, when he was coming up, when he was 20-something years old, working in a diner, uh, being a waiter, like, being treated like shit. Like, he had these goals and these dreams of, like, being a comedian and Mm -hmm. uh, having, like, a beautiful girl and, you know, making a lot of money and owning a house and like that's everything he ever wished for, you right. know. And he was depressed because he didn't have those things. Fast forward twenty years later, 
He's got the beautiful girl. He's got two houses. He's got, um, you know, he's a huge comedian. He's yeah. got what he wished for. And he remembers that exact moment where he was when he wished for that. And somehow he still feels the same feelings and depression and stuff that he felt sitting outside that diner. Oh, yeah. You like know? it brings those feelings back, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, just in general, he feels those same feelings of I'm not enough. I need to get here. Oh, is that right? Even yeah. though he's accomplished success. Yeah, even though he's I accomplished gotcha. everything yeah. he ever dreamed of and he has everything like mm-hmm. that he ever dreamed of. And it's just a reminder to me that, uh, you know, these end goals, all these things that you want aren't going to make you feel what you think they're going to make you feel. For sure. The groundwork is in right now how you feel and, yeah. and um, trying to be okay. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. Um, we're insatiable. We we're the thirst cannot be quenched. We're always wanting more. And let, but it, it could it can be quenched with the tools to to being okay and working through your past and right and, and like you know not fully not not being perfect, but you can like you're not gonna attain you're not gonna fill any hole that you have through your professional life or through your uh, relationship or through mm-hmm. money um like you have to work on that self you have to work on that stuff uh you know with a therapist or you know within you and with like to talk to your friends and open up like you'll still feel the same emptiness you feel even after you accomplish everything so anyways my point is stay focused on your goals Keep progressing and moving forward, but also remember that unless you're okay with yourself, nothing that you gain and attain will make you feel okay. At the end of the day, you have to be okay with you, your circumstances, where you come from, who you're surrounded by, and that's the only real thing that's going to help. That $100 million isn't going to help. That fucking dream job that you want isn't gonna like yeah it'll help but it's not gonna fix it right you need to fix it within you and we'll never be perfect but it's just something to think about and always keep in your back pocket of like this needs to be the goal the goal needs to be happiness how can i get there yeah 100 percent, bro 100 percent. episode 19 man fuck yeah bro i don't got any whiskey left maybe a drop cheers everybody Subscribe to this bitch. And me who me so lame Lying in the jungle